The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When the Pharisees heard that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together, and one of them, a scholar of the law, tested him by asking, Teacher, which commandment in the law is the greatest? He said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and the first commandment. The second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. The whole law and the prophets depend on these two commandments. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. God tells the Israelites, I hear the cry of the poor. I am a compassionate God. My mother was alive, I went home and Visited and I said, Hey, mom, what's up? And she says, Well, a police officer pulled me over today. I said, Well, what happened? She said, Well, I, was, I, I missed the exit, so I did a U turn on Route 1. Apparently, it was, it was not supposed to do it. And then the policeman pulled me over. So he comes over to the window. I rolled it down and he says, Do you know why I pulled you over? And she says, No, I have no idea. And he says, Because you made a U, illegal U turn. So my mother says to the police officer, well, I saw you see, the, you did the exact same thing. You made an illegal U-turn too. I saw you through the rearview mirror. And the policeman says, that's because I was following you. So my mother says, I don't know what happened. I just got so emotional. He started to cry. And I said, oh, my husband's going to kill me. So the police officer said to my mother, no, no, I'm not going to, no, no, don't cry. Don't, don't, don't cry. I'm not going to give you a ticket. Just, just don't do it again so you can go. Now, if a police officer who is trained to be cold, who is trained to be insensitive, who is trained to be justice, can have compassion on my poor mother who broke into tears. Can you imagine God with us? One time Jesus was going into a village, and there was a funeral. They were leaving the village to bury a young man. And Jesus laid eyes on the young man's mother. She happened to be also a widow. And he had compassion on her and told her, don't cry. Now normally, with Jesus, you've got to ask him. You've got to ask, because he wants to know, he wants to have faith. The Syrophoenician woman asked about her daughter, who was possessed by a demon. The blind man had to ask, can I, I want to see, can, I, can you give me my sight? It was the, uh, the, the centurion that asked, could you help my servant? The synagogue leader asked to have her daughter brought back to life. You've got to ask Jesus, but in this one case, this one time, you didn't have to ask because of the tears. And Jesus saw the tears, and he laid his hand on the young man who was laying on the car, dead, 
And then the, and the young man immediately woke up, and it's, the scripture says he started to speak. Well, I can imagine what he was saying, what he was going to say, because he started to speak. He's probably saying, he says, where are you guys taking me anyway? Why does everybody look at me like that? How come everybody is so happy? What do you mean I was dead a few <laughs> seconds ago? By the time the young man could figure out what happened and was reunited with the mother, Jesus is already deep into the village, gone. But we've learned a lesson. When we are down and out, we're at our lowest moment. That's when God is closest to us. That is the moment that God sees us and knows we need Him. Our family cat had a it's just something wrong with it. It just didn't. It just didn't like people. You'd say, "Here, kitty, kitty, here, kitty, kitty," and the cat would bolt away. But before it bolt away, I'd look at you and say, "Listen, you just feed me. That's all you do." And so, and I think a reason why the, the cat had this disposition is because my mother used to take the cat and pick it up and give it a hug and say, "Oh, you're so cute," and you could look into the cat's eyes and you could see hate, just <laughs> hate. So I went to the house one day, and my brother was there, and the cat was lying on its back on my brother's lap, mushy and purring and loving. And I go, what? How did you get the cat to do that? So my brother, who suffers from depression, says, whenever I'm having a bad day, when I'm really feeling down and out, the cat does this. The cat won't leave me. The cat follows me wherever I go. Now, if a cat with a personality disorder can feel compassion, <laughs> you can imagine God. The cat died. Needless to say, my brother was devastated. So I called Dad and I asked him, what are you going to do? He said, I'm going to get your brother another cat. And he did. About a week later, I was in the office, and he called him, the office manager, Carol, and answered the phone, and says, it's your brother. I says, oh, I want to talk to him. So I said to him, how was, I says, who's the cat? <laughs> he says, the, what's the cat? Is he, you just got the cat. So he says, well, he says, it's, I don't have to feel depressed or down and out. The cat liked me. This cat likes me all the time. So when I hung up, I was so happy to share the news with somebody. You know, I said, because Carol knows my brother. And I, says, I told her about that, and she says, you see that? You see that? God's watching over us. He's watching us. For that moment when we're down and out, it's those moments that we're saddest. It's the moments... And we need God the most. That's when God can really be God. And sometimes you don't even have to ask. So the scriptures today tell us who God is. I am a God of compassion. I hear the cry. And the lesson today is when that happens, at a lowest moment, God. He's very near.